up, y'all? Welcome back to another fantasy football episode here. Um, this will be episode number five for us. Welcome, welcome back. Uh, it's crazy. Time's flying. Can't believe this is our fifth one already. But uh, joining us, we got a set of uh, new people making their debut. Uh, we got Christian, the unlucky Albano. Welcome. <laughs> doing good, doing good. I mean, as unlucky as ever after last week. Hey, man, just that's that's your thing, man. Everyone has their thing, and that's your yeah, thing. We'll keep it up this week. I'm going to be losing to Phil here. So, <laughs> uh, next up, we got the man himself, the king, Ola, Dr. Ola. What's up, man? Welcome. Yo, I'm hyped. I'm glad to be a part of this. You got something good going. Let's get it. Oh, sounds good. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, also, thank all your nurses you got working under you for making this possible and scheduling it with us. We appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, oh, what's that, Ola? How's my back? Doing? Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I do need an MRI, but um, thanks for asking. Anyway, uh, next up, we got some uh, repeats. Welcome back, Nick. What's going on? Thank you for joining us. Yo, again. what up? Three and zero. Me and Ola. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. You should, you should, no Chris, you should be three and zero, but scheduling didn't really work out for you early on. So it's all you good. Know what? It's all good, bro. I'm all, right, all about that gotta... delayed gratification. You know what I mean? It's the title of our first yeah. mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris. Welcome back. Of course. Uh, you know you were a late scratch. You were a late uh, scratch for band. Well, band was a late scratch. Hey, listen, man. Basement. You know some things are best saved for last. That's it. I mean, I word on the street is band's not ready yet to go up against Nick, so um, we'll just leave it at that. A big fact. Um, Yo, we will now transition into part two of this segment, leading off with Ola's breakdown. Um, that Matt Lowe disappearing act that you just brought up again uh so ola ola you you pretty much uh destroyed matt easily uh 140 to 93 it was a blowout you had some major weeks um your mvp of the team and right now the mvp of the league russell wilson led you um that week but before we dive in i have to know because we haven't really spoke uh since the draft we all know how big of a russ fan i am that was my guy. That was my target going in the whole time. So I was surprised when you took him. You took him in the late fifth round. Can you can you tell me your thought process when you took Russ um, there? Was he your guy the whole time? Or was were you targeting someone else like uh, Deshaun Watson? I, I know you like Houston down there. Um, and But he wasn't available, and you just took him because he fell to you. What, what were your thoughts there? Uh, so there was a little hashtag that was going on in the offseason <laughs> called Let Russ Cook. Um, so I've been targeting him in all of my leagues. I knew that I, so I actually followed Russell Wilson since he was in college. I loved the Wisconsin games. I knew he was a star. I wish the Washington drafted him, but they took RG three. Um, I remember that the Rose Bowl game, when he played against Oregon, I was like, this guy is going to be good. And every single year he increased. And I was like, once that hashtag started, I was like, oh, are they finally just going to let him take over? So when he was there, I was like, this is way past the value. I didn't expect him to be there. I said, I've gotten That's- all the good values here. Let me go for something I know is going to be a surefire good pick. That's, That's an interesting point because um, 
I, I, I was not surprised that I expected him to be around there. Um, so that wasn't a surprise at all to me. He, they, those, um, Russell Wilson and Dak usually go around this, this round of five and six in a 14 man league. Um, what I was surprised about, um, but it doesn't sound like you were interested at all. It was that two quarterbacks were rated higher him, higher than him across the board, and Dak and um, Kyler Murray. Uh, they're usually taken before him. So my question was going to be: Were you? I guess you weren't interested at them at all. Not at all. Did you even consider them? No. All right. Well, if you want to return him to his rightful owner, <laughs> uh, I'll be happy to <laughs> take him back. But um, like I said, I was extremely surprised that you took him there. But yeah, so. You, you took care of Matt pretty easily this week. Um, once again, Russ has been leading your way. But I'm more uh, interested, who was a bigger sigh of relief in their breakout performance for you this week uh, between Eckler, who, you know, had a, a, a bad week one, had a decent week two, but he ca- came alive um, last week, or Cooper Cup, who was really struggling the first two weeks. Who who's a bigger side of relief that kind of had that breakout game for you? Um, it had to be Cooper Cup because I was watching highlights and I saw that um Robert Woods was killing. And then it's like, why is Robert Woods doing all this and Cooper Cup, who we've known to be a PPR machine, not even getting I, I think he was he didn't even hit ten points last week. What was it that? Yeah, 13. That? It was for week one. Yeah, 13. Eight. Yeah, week one. Uh, I I couldn't believe it. So um, that's when I said, you know, if he doesn't hit a solid 15 for me this week against uh, Buffalo, because I know they're going to focus on Woods, and Woods should have a good game with a former team, um, maybe I start thinking about putting him in my flex and – you know, moving around David Johnson and, and things like that, but it worked out. So that was a big sign. Really. I, I will. I will just say that, um, like, Jared Goff has been low key balling. Um, and yeah, I mean, no and I, well, I mean, like they still lost that game to Buffalo, but he, he's low key. He's low key in fantasy. He's he's been really good. He's put over twenty points each week so far, like all three. And it baffles me that Stephen traded for Tom Brady when Jared Goff was on the waiver. And then, so I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm sitting on Derek Carr because he was supposed to verse the Browns the week that Lamar Jackson's on by. And I saw Goff was available, and he happened to be versing the Dolphins the week that Lamar Jackson's on by. So I was kind of like, I need to jump on this because it also screws over Steven because I don't think he's going to like Tom Brady when they start versing a little bit of better defenses, as you saw when they versed, like, the Saints. He didn't really... You know, do too great. He did okay. He did like pedestrian, but that's not like what you want from Tom Brady. Um, I would say Ola. I if it was me personally, I'd be more relieved that Eckler had a good game, because the Chargers are, you know, they're not like a great team this year. Um, they are gonna be throwing the ball a lot because they'll be behind. So the fact that he didn't have good weeks the first two weeks, um, was like concerning. Uh, to me, to me, it would have been concerning. But Cooper Cup, like I said, with the way Goff's been playing, I, you know, it's just a matter of time until he started seeing those targets and seeing those points go up. So I'd be more relieved Neckler, but obviously, like, both players went off, so you have nothing really to worry about. I'd be a little more worried about Kenny and Drake not really getting the love in Arizona. Yeah, that's that's concerning, yeah. too. Um, Christian, what do you, uh, who do you think is a bigger fire relief with this breakout game? Between which two players? Between Eckler and uh, Cooper Cup. 
Uh, bigger sigh of relief, probably Eckler. Uh, I think I think Cooper Cup. We know what he. We know he's good, and we kind of expect him to be consistent, especially in a full PPR league. In in the Rams offense, which is very much a make no mistake about it, it is a high powered offense. They are always good on that end. Um, you know they're not gonna they're not gonna Chiefs you, they're not gonna Ravens you, but they're gonna be really good. Uh, Eckler, I think the issue is it was a strange start to the season for him in terms of he gets that first game where he has like 19 carries and one reception, and it's like this is Austin Eckler, like he's supposed to get the receptions, and they're throwing to Joshua Kelly more, and you know the roles were confusing. Um, but you know, just to see him get all the volume still and score all those big points, it makes you feel better about like, okay, it's not just going to be him using his legs to get points, it's going to be his hands and his legs, he's going to be doing everything like he always does. And I think he's a bigger sigh of relief because also, too, you got to take him so high if you want to get him this year, he's got to be a first or second round pick. Yeah, no, he's definitely a higher pick. Um, but I think I think Cooper Cup was uh, the biggest surprise to me. So I was worried through those first two weeks, personally, that he weren't he wasn't getting those targets or he wasn't that typical quote unquote PPR beast that we're used to seeing. Uh, Chris, if you were Ola, what what were your thoughts? Uh, who 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 were you more relieved to see break out? Chris Chris is disconnected. I don't know where he is. Okay, oh, so. disconnected. All right, so um, let's move on. <laughs> uh, so. We'll move on to Christian. You had um, you had a rough week against James. You scored only ninety two points. Um, can you... can can I ask Christian a question? Oh yeah, go ahead, shoot for it. Christian, uh, after the first three weeks of the season, do you feel like maybe you should have mixed it up from last year? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so because that was that's just a reference in, to Devontae Adams. He's the only player that I have that's still, except for Mason Crosby, who I have every year. And Mason Crosby, the fucking beast, he dropped 16 points. Devontae Adams, also a fucking beast this season, but cured his hamstring, didn't play. You know, normally I'm very quick to trash my team, and I was pretty down on my team all week after this Sunday. But just looking at it now, I could have won this game if I didn't catch so many injury breaks. Um, Dallas Goddard, you know, I, I went with the two tight end set. And, and that was very much a function of – I got pretty fucking shafted by scheduling this week, as well as so all week we didn't know Devonta Adams was going to play. Plus, I had three players in my lineup playing on Thursday, so I had to make a lot of, of tough decisions pretty early in the week. I had to bump Adams to flex on Thursday and commit to starting Gesicki, um, Gardner Minshew, and Devonte Parker on Thursday. Uh, and so it's like, all right, if Adams is not going to play, what do I do? And I was going to do one of, one of two things. I was going to wait up until game time, and if Adams didn't play, I was going to pick up Nico Hardman and start him. That's what I should have done. Instead, I went with Goddard. But I think if Goddard – Goddard got hurt on his first catch. Uh, you know, there's nothing I can do. And, you know, if you look at, if you look at Goddard, I was getting some, some shade of 10 and 30 on him. I see this guy as a consistent, you know, high-tier flex starter for the whole season if he's healthy. First two weeks, he got, what, nine targets, eight targets? He's essentially a wide receiver playing in the three tight end. He is their number two receiver in that offense behind Zacherts. Um, and he's getting he's getting the work, and he's putting up monster games, and and you know if he stays healthy, he's versing Cincinnati, 
who is by far one of the worst defenses in the league, specifically at uh, stopping tight ends. So I just saw a huge week ahead of him if he stayed healthy. And that game went to overtime. There's a lot of offense going on. It's pretty decently high school game when all is done. I just I saw the opportunity there for him to get points. He got hurt. I lose Adam, who's my best player. And you know, I I lost. Uh, you know, James got 120. But you know, you factor in a healthy Goddard and a healthy Adams. I can get I can get closer to 120 this week. And you know, if I don't get you know, the other thing too is Minshew. He yeah he had 9.2, but he had a uh, he had a, a couple of uh, catches that should have been caught, a couple touchdowns that should have been had. And DJ Chark, had a cold. yeah DJ Chark didn't play, and then Stefan Diggs he gets that that catch at the one yard line that fucking uh, Allen throws on the floor that would have been a touchdown. You know it's seven lost points right there. I I, I believe he also. Uh, almost ran in the touchdown too. That got called. Yeah. Oh, uh, that got called down. So I, you know, I feel like I just caught a bunch of bad breaks this week, especially with scheduling. But I just, I, I think what, I think I probably could have got this one closer, especially picking up the Bucks defense like that, because it just seemed like too obvious of a of a high point play based on Denver being so banged up. If I just, I don't know. I feel like this week was actually just more of bad luck and less of my team being dog shit, which don't get me wrong. My team is dog shit. I, I, my, I can't believe how bad my running backs are. And, and that's saying something. Well, I want to segue into that. Um, what are you more concerned about your running back duo right now? That is averaging, I think together, uh, both are averaging the same, like eight point something points, 9.1 points, something along those lines or Devonte Adams health. What's uh, what's more concerning? Oh, I think my running backs for sure. I think, I think, Adams will be I think he'll be fine um I think he I mean when he came out of the game uh, in week two it was he was still in pads he they it seemed like he still could have got back in if they weren't just completely owning the lines like they were um so I, I expected him to play and then I, everything I've I've read about this in this injury is it just felt like an abundance of caution kind of thing and that you know He's fine, but they're really good. They're having a really strong start to the season, so they can they can go one week without him and just make sure they don't rush back from the hamstring like we were talking about earlier. So I think he'll be fine. Uh, but my running backs, is, uh, Joe Mixon should not be this bad. Thank you for taking him. It doesn't make sense. It, it, it <laughs> for 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 a guy who is getting on average seventeen carries a game in an offense with some pretty pretty good receiving weapons around him to take the pressure off of stacking the box a quarterback who is throwing what on average like 35 times a game who's a rookie who's who's also gonna you know they're gonna want him to get him to use his run game too he's averaging less than three yards a carry Yeah, he's painfully mediocre. And the line, the line is better than what it was last season, or at least you'd figure it would be with Jonah Williams coming back. He's he's just a mediocre runner, uh, in my opinion. Um, But that's the thing is, if you ever watch the guy play and watch him run, you're like, this guy can fucking run. He gets he breaks like every tackle in the backfield. I think the stat is something along the lines that he leads the league in yards after contact. Mm -hmm. And just this season, he's just not doing it. I, I, there's no excuse. He, 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 I've resigned to the fact that he is not a good football player. He's just not because you, you, you so, can't, you can't with this level of involvement in the offense. 
can't be this. Let me let let me let me try and put your mind a little at ease. I had him last year in a different league, and for the first six weeks, he was god awful, just like now. And, and honestly, he got you what fifteen last week? No, that was probably the best. That, that was that was better than he did for me the first seven weeks last year. But after that down period, he somehow figured it out and put up like two to three 30-point games in a row and then was averaging 20 a game for the second half of the season. So he might have that Derrick Henry effect where he just decides to not know how to play football for the half a season and then decide like, you know what, like it's getting close to playoffs, like let me just start running the ball. So looking like if you can just make it to the playoffs, it'll be good. Um, My question for you is, Here's a stat that Chris is not going to want to hear, but I'm going to say it anyway. If Russell Wilson threw 46 interceptions in a row on 46 pass attempts, he would still have a higher QBR than Carson no, Wentz. That's a fact, bro. So, yeah, so, so is Goddard as great? I, I, now, skill-wise and, and, like, the player himself, I think Goddard is a really good player. But... Is Wentz a problem this season for Goddard? For Goddard and for like just in general, I think the Eagles could still win the division. I think they're going to go eight and eight, and it's going to happen when they bench Wentz and put in Jalen Hurts, and he wins seven games in a row. Uh, let, let me let me ask you this. Let me answer your question with a question: Was Jameis Winston a problem for Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in fantasy? The guy threw thirty interceptions. No, you're right. He he was not he was not a problem, but he was also like not afraid to throw the ball. Exactly. It's kind of looking like Wentz. It's kind of like Wentz like isn't at like he he's somebody who we've seen be elite. almost like kind of MVP. He has been elite. He's been MVP, but he's also not ever like he, since that one year Zach Ertz led the tight ends in receptions. He hasn't really ever focused in on somebody like just gunning them down with passes the way other QBs have. So not that Goddard can't be good. I just think that his ceiling is kind of limited by the fact that Wentz is not having a good season. And you know, that just it's, I I just don't like Wentz right now. I think he's playing really bad. Do I think he's done? Do I think his career is over? No, but I just think he's having a really off season. And I just think that it's going to, it's going to have a negative effect. It's not Wentz though. You know what it is? It is the it is the offensive line. They went from being yeah. one of the best yeah, offensive lines to losing garbage, three bro. starters. They lost three starters. That's what, what are you gonna do? You know, and I, you know, they were yeah. they were they lost two, and then they were getting some help, and then they lost another one, and then those around the time I was picking up Goddard. You know, once you give once the time, he's gonna he's got the skill to get it done. He but. does, but but the. Does he have the skill without the line? Because now this is the first time we're really oh, yeah, seeing him in a while without that line. Because I mean, it's it's such a drastic tr- change, though. It's not like he lost, you know, one guy, which is more typical, and you are more used to seeing. He lost one of his most important offensive yeah. fucking tackles, and then he lost and he yeah. lost two other starters on top of that. Like, it's, no, and, and and that's that's a that's a great point, and and you know, obviously, like we'll see what happens, like if the line gets better, or you know, in future years when they improve the line, but. 
you know, you got to think the greats, like if, if he's going to be, you know, quote unquote, in the MVP caliber range, like there was a year Russell Wilson had a defensive tackle transition to offensive lineman to play for the Seattle Seahawks in a year. The guy had never played O-line since like high and school. Listen, and, 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 were, and Russell still made it work. So, uh, so I'm there saying were years where Russell did not make it work. But it, he did. Russell made it work in the sense that he look, won games. The greats make it work. That, that's what I'm trying to get at. The greats make it work. So, no, so there's no, so, come on. There's a, there's still a point. This, bro. this is like a this is a, a different uh, kind of. I don't even know where we go with this man right here, now, man. You just coming yeah, out one step right topic. now, bro. Honestly, man, I don't even think we should have drafted Wentz. We probably should have drafted <laughs> Golf, to be honest with you. But hey, what do I know? Well, Golf went number one overall. I don't know about that. Did Golf go number one overall? The thing is, did he? Yeah, I thought so. Golf went one. Oh yeah. fuck! You're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. One. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. <laughs> but in like in hindsight, even if he's available, I, I don't know if Goff's the right fit um, with that team. I'm that just, honestly, I'm just mad about the draft because I don't know why the fuck we drafted a, a dude who already got injured and fucking Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's been pretty bad at draft. Bro, what the fuck? But anyway, yeah. That didn't make sense. But to go back to Nick, I, I mean, the line is so important. And, and I don't think Jalen Hurts coming in is any better because it's not like Wentz is not a mobile quarterback, right? Wentz can move with his feet. Yeah. He, he, he's pretty nifty. He, he, he's not a, just a pocket passer. So I, I don't think putting Jalen Hurts will be the end-all, be-all to their solutions. Uh, I think Wentz just needs to figure it out and try and um, and just try and work with the line he's got and try and get better and get used to it. Um, I mean, I'm I'm just kind of memeing Chris at, at the end right there because you know he's an actual Eagles fan. But to to put it in Chris's point, saying Russ didn't make it work. So Russ, since joining the Seahawks, has the lowest win total he's ever had was nine wins, and that was in 2017. He, and he that went, was the year he got hurt. He went 11, 13, 12, 10, 10, 9, 10, 11. So to say he doesn't make it work is is. I'm gonna say Russ makes it work. That's that's. I will, I will, Russ always. Makes I will it say work. what I've said before. Listen, you guys know I am not a big fan of Russell Wilson. Oh my what? god! Yeah, I know that. It's hard. What? Just let me finish this point. Watching him yep. play right now, he's playing at a godlike level. He's reached the pinnacle of his career, and this is how good he can be. And he's no joke of a quarterback today, for sure. But he was he he's only he's reaching his pinnacle based on them letting him loose a little bit, you know, back to the hashtag let Russ cook. But Russ has always been this type of player. And Russ uh, it's funny. had every That's- ingredient you can ever ask for in his kitchen early in his career. I I cannot think of a better team, probably in the history of sports, that I've seen draft than the Seattle Seahawks did to just leading up to the beginning of Russell Russ, Russell Wilson's career. And the, the few seasons after it, if you go back and look at the talent on those teams, there is not a single reason why this guy should not have three, three Super Bowls. And that's ridiculous. Well, he, should have, he, should have he should have more than two with how he should, he should. No, yes. Obviously, he should have two from the one where they should have ran instead of passed. Yes. I'm saying with the talent that they had on that oh, roster for the beginning of the first half of his career, it should it should have been Golden State Warriors. It should have been. No, but that's so hard in football. You th- those type of dynasties, they they don't. I understand that. I understand that, and that is a testament to how well they drafted, and less so how hard it is in football. Because I, I trust me, I get that. But at the same time, you know, we we grew up in an era where one team won six Super Bowls in our lifetime, and that's that's ridiculous. And there have been 
And are, are the Patriots the only multi-Super Bowl? No, the Giants. You know, there have been, you know, during our lifetime, there have been multiple teams that have won multiple Super Bowls. Um, yeah, but Russ is, Russ is not less... we're done with his lifetime. Yeah, we have a lot left in Russ. A lot. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. And what I'm saying, at this point in his career now, yes, he can get it done. But to start his career, I wasn't totally sure. I, I saw the promise. For sure I saw the promise. But there, he had some. He he did have one or two seasons that were pretty. pretty no, I I think I don't for know, his standards. I really, ever had a well? That's different. But I think the season you're pinpointing it to a lot, and I don't want to, you know, drag this com- um combo out because we have a lot to do. But I think the season you're pinpointing it, and I think that's the season you said started calling him trash can Russ was 2017, yeah. and that was the that was year, year I had he him. was playing through multiple injuries. Uh, th- this was the year where he. This, I forgot exactly what the injuries were, but this those were injuries that 95% of quarterbacks weren't going to play. And he was waking up um, doing rehab like three times in the morning. He was waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock, just to get treatments to play through the week. So that that was a major hindrance to him. And we saw what happened to him when he came back healthy the next year and the year after and, and now. So I think that that was the biggest factor, I think, in my opinion, when you that turned you off to him. Um Thank you, Any, anyone else want to jump into this? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, Christian, um, I get what you're saying. I, I truly do. And I know that you know football well because I see the research you do. But please, like, when, you're, when we're off this, go check up that um, Rose Bowl game between Wisconsin and Oregon. When he came into the league, I kid you not, I was like, this guy is a superstar. I knew it from that game. This guy is special, and he's just proving me right. The only thing for me is that I don't think the Seahawks realized it until, was it 2018? Like, after that year that you're talking about, that's when they said, you know what, maybe we don't have to run the ball as much. Or you realize that Russell Wilson was the reason why they were coming back from behind to win games. I, we could go on for this, like LeBron said, for like a long time. But wow, just please watch that game. I, listen, yeah, I think I, anybody anybody who watches the guy play football, he's a he's a good football player. But you know, I'm not sitting here talking about the guy in terms of he's gonna win me. He, he's gonna you know, I'm I'm talking in terms of fantasy. And I thought I think that the biggest drawbacks for him I, getting it done for my fantasy team early on in his career, even if I had him before 2017 or shortly thereafter, there was always the problems with usage, um, and there were the problems of this guy has an elite offensive line. This guy has insanely good wide receivers for where they were drafted and what they were giving him. Um, a, a, Brought in tight end help, and that defense was just ridiculous. I mean, he had everything, <laughs> you know, and it's like. You can't go out and give me duds like that that consistently in in on, on, in terms of fantasy production. Um, I don't remember. I mean, he was inconsistent, um, but there, there weren't a lot of duds from what I because I had Russ for majority of my last five six years, and and this league and other leagues. Um, I mean, he would have some duds, but more often than not, he would give you really quality games and those explosive games. How do you justify Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott being consistently across the field, ranked and drafted above him this season? Because they're being – they have to throw to win games. And that goes to my point. Well, Usage, to, to be honest, right? 
to be honest, Russ has always been underappreciated in fantasy, and That's I love it true. because me personally, I would always get Russ late, and I I would I would just be like licking my lips, ha- so happy to get him. And ra- round number nine, round number ten, um, yeah, there you go. But um, but uh, I would uh, yeah, I I loved it. But he's he's being underappreciated. Um, I was surprised that Kyler Murray was above him. I wasn't surprised Dak was. Um, I'm surprised Kyler Murray was how... above him too because that yeah. I, I think it was mainly because I, everyone knew the Cardinals were not going to be good, and they or they shouldn't have been this good. But Kyler's been like yeah, playing at another level, man. but so they were going to be behind. He was going to have to throw and run and kind of uh, make I everything see, happen. I, 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 I can see DeAndre Hawkins. I can see where they're going with that. Yeah, I, it's an air raid offense. I, I mean, I totally get the trend of year two quarterbacks becoming MVPs with you know Mahomes and Jackson. I, you know, I get it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I get it, but to second year player, uh, I get the offense totally, but I wasn't one hundred percent sold. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, that was a good. That was a good combo. Um, I think that's something we could always jump in later on. But let's go to Ola. Um, no, we did Ola. Let's. Let, let's to, uh, let, how about how about we go to you and Chris? Since you guys had a matchup last week, that'd be a good spot to go yeah. to. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let Chris take it away first since he won that. Yeah, I mean, what you want me, what you want me to really say, bro? It wasn't much well, to it. All right. I all thought right, Nick right. was going to ask something. But right, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I can, I can ask something. I, I just thought you guys might you guys might want to have a little spat real quick about how you, know, you left Lazard in the oh, bench and Justin Jefferson I'll tell on the you bench what. And, you I'll know. tell you right now, bro. If Gibson started anybody on his fucking bench, I would have got bodied. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. It's very true, but I mean, so so Chris, like you had really good stand-up performances from your wide receivers. Um, how you feel about Matt Ryan? I feel like your your quarterback position might not be so secure, and if, in the future, it's gonna start to cost you some games. I think because I don't think you can expect Matt Ryan had like, one Gallup bad game. Every week. Matt Ryan had one bad game, but. Uh, as they keep losing games, they're going to lose confidence. Listen, and, you know, I'm, we've seen Matt Ryan fall off I'm, before in a season. I'm, it's not un, it's not. Impossible. I'm happy with Matt Ryan losing games and throwing three, 400 yards and three, four touchdowns. That's fine. They can play by behind all year. That's great. I'll be happy with that. <laughs> they haven't been playing from behind. That's the problem. That's the crazy thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Still losing games. Crazy. Fucking nuts. I mean, he had a bad performance last week. And honestly, I thought that was going to be the reason I lost. I'm not going to hold you. I was like, fuck. I was t- I t- I kid you not. I was five minutes away from putting in Jared Cook instead of fucking <sighs> uh, instead of Michael Gallup, bro. I was five minutes away. I was like, you know, fuck it. Like, let me just leave Michael Gallup in. This motherfucker went off, bro. So hype. Went off late Two, too, bro. I'm watching the whole game. I'm like, yeah, I'm losing, bro. It's a wrap. There's no way I'm gonna make up like 20 points right now. Like, this, <laughs> how the fuck is gonna happen? And lo and behold, so so. Let- let me ask you, what are you more afraid of? Also, bold move starting the Browns defense would have paid Whoa, off big time. Um, what are you more afraid of? Matt Ryan winning games early and then not scoring points? Or Mark Andrews' poor start Yo, to the Mar- season? Uh, I feel like I could I could blanket Mark Andrews. I'm more worried about um, uh, fucking Matt Ryan uh, you know, not scoring. If Matt, honestly, if Matt Ryan's giving me 15 to 18 points a game, I could take that. I'll eat that, no problem. He gave me more than enough in the first two weeks. Um, but I'm more worried about Mark Andrews fucking, you know. And I'm more worried about Matt Ryan um, not scoring any points. Mark Andrews, I feel like I can make up for him. You know what I mean? Uh, with, with, like, flex plays. But what are you going to say? My fault. 
And Nick, I think his I think a bigger concern for him is his RB two. Um, you know, Philip Lindsay's coming back. What's gonna happen with Melvin? And you look at his uh, bench and oh, actually, oh, here's a good question Yo. for you: Are you gonna let Miles Gaskin fly sooner than later into that into that? Um, honestly, I was wanted to put him in this week, but Melvin Gordon's facing the fucking Jets. Like, I mean, it's just a no brainer for me. One, uh, the fucking quarterback is I don't know, who the fuck is he really? And uh, yeah, it's some guy. Some guys are, you know what I mean? He's going to take the if he's playing the Jets, he's going to take those safety pity pat passes to Melvin Gordon. I'm cool with like five or six receptions. I'm pretty sure he's going to get a touchdown at least. So, well, after this week, after this week, depending on how Miles Gaskin plays against the Seahawks, if he has a good game against the Seahawks, I might just start him, like, you know what I mean? As my, as, um, that's, I don't know, it's going to be. Like right now, I mean, my the Seahawks team, have been one of the worst yeah, defenses. Yeah, Seahawks defense is not very good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. And if he, had, I mean, yeah, it's okay. Oh, I mean, I'm talking about for the run game. For the run game. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, the Seahawks defense is not. At good. least against, no, against, against, the, against, the, against the pass, it's, it's, the pass is terrible. It's, they're, they're like reg, wait, they might be the worst. Yeah, are they not elite? Didn't Matt Lowe just drop sixteen bucks on them? Wait, Matt dropped on the Seahawks on the sixteenth. No way. He did. He did. But you know, we could talk. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, but the the Seahawks have a good run D. But if he if he plays pretty well in them, if he you know what I mean if he gets involved in the passing passing game, like he's already involved in the passing game, he's getting five or six passes a game. You know what I mean? But I kind of you know I'm not looking for for fucking um for a fucking fluke, man. Melvin Gordon is just a better option for this week. But Miles Gaskin, right. I, I think I might play next week, man. Honestly. He's holding down that RB2 spot for you for at least the near future. Yeah, easily. All right. All right, Nick, but, what you got for me? All right. Uh, let me ask you, who was the actual possibility for you? Like, I know Justin Jefferson was not Yeah, it's a, a long play. shot. Like, you, like I can't, I, I'm not trying to, like, you know, say you're not, like, good at fantasy football. Just, like, that was not a play in almost anyone's book. Yeah, no. So, Dude, I almost so played him in draft was, So was it, was it Lazard or Wilson into the flex as a – Secondary option. Who was the more likely to have made it to your lineup this week? Gotta be, or gotta be Lazard. Hundred percent Lazard. Yeah, Lazard's a no-brainer. Yeah, he was in my lineup until maybe uh, I think Saturday mor- morning. It was in a late switch, but it was a you know it was sat- early Saturday. Oh, so you morning. fuck yourself, thank God. Well, not really, right? Rus- Russell Gage got a concussion thanks to your Haitian voodoo you pulled on me. Um, <laughs> you, so. He got concussed, and uh, my 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 reasoning for that switch late was like Lazard put up has put up solid numbers, and I thought if anyone was going to start over Julio or Devontae yeah. Adams, it would be Devontae Adams. So I didn't want to really risk that. Um, and Russell Gage, you look no with, his, his you, week before he had a he had a blowout game. You know what I mean? Even with um, well, his first two weeks he was averaging eighteen points yeah. uh, for the first two weeks, and he's seeing um, nine plus targets. So even with that's with Julio in the lineup. So without Julio in the lineup, I thought that was the play. I thought I just fell victim to injury. But to answer your question, it was Lazard all the way. Um, I, I Wilson Jr. was intriguing, um, but he there was more risk Dude, than I would. Yeah. I, I I almost put in a two dollar bid for Jeff Wilson, and I was like, you know, I don't think anybody really knows about this guy, and I don't have the the, you know, I was gonna drop Baker for him, and I just didn't get around to it. Um, and then I saw you put three dollars, and I was like, "Well, shit, I wouldn't have got him anyway." It's like, well, no, so- no, it was two. We would have been in the tie. Uh, really? Oh, I could have scored about three dollars. Yeah, man. No, 
It was two. Right. And to be honest, I wasn't even going to put money in him either. And I was like, you know what? Maybe, you know, maybe someone like I know Sola likes to maybe do these little one dollar bids. So I was like, let me just let me just play it safe and um, secure him because he can be. Uh, I knew going in, even with uh, um, McKinnon there, that he would be the mo- more likely to go line. Back. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so that's that's why I went with him. But yeah, it was a rough week, man. Listen, I. Uh, to be honest, I think this game was actually closer uh, than it should have been. Uh, I didn't think Mark Andrews would only drop 5.2 points. He dropped that touchdown. He dropped that big touchdown. Yo, who, yeah, he dropped so a lot far, of he know, dropped a lot of passes. That's the thing. It's like he I, that that last game he dropped a lot of passes. So I'm, I I wouldn't be too worried about him. Like he just you know yeah. yeah. Going back to the discussion before with uh, Mark Andrews or Matt Ryan, who you're more worried about? I think you're right to be more worried about Matt Ryan just from the standpoint of you got Mark Andrews in the fifth round. And Mark Bruh. Andrews was a guy who was getting picked like third, fourth round. Bruh. Every deal. Yeah, it was, so it was a pretty good value pick, and he's disappointing so far. But that's one of the most high-scoring offenses in football. And yeah, you know, it's, better, it's better to have guys in, in offenses that pop off than guys who don't. And so I think it was – I still think it's a good pick even now, and I think he'll he'll turn it around. But Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, it, Matt yeah. Ryan's like my biggest concern, you know. It's I like, wouldn't even be concerned. I mean, he had one – yeah, and he was. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's my. The, I'm saying if any, if anybody, honestly, my biggest concern would probably be like um, RB, RB two, RB two. Yeah, RB two. Yeah, welcome to the club. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I, I could turn it around. It's not you a, got an RB one problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let me let me ask you, Gibbs. Uh, so the Jets kind of they they paid you back a little bit. You took Le'Veon Bell. He got hurt, but they let your Colts defense score 27 points on that. Uh, you know for you so i mean that's a little 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 karma little karma given back to you for drafting bell but honestly if your receivers if jefferson and lazard so lazard played really well week one when adams was healthy too so lazard's shown he's going to be a good player to have uh you know we'll see how good by the end of the season but he's going to be a solid player and justin jefferson if he is half of what he was you know this week he's a great player um if that replaces your two receivers of Hilton and Cooks, yeah, honestly, good. those are your weakest points. Yeah, really. You are going to bounce back real heavy to the second half of the season, and you know maybe you just got to figure out your your defense because I don't think you can start the Colts uh, Every you know, forever. Yeah. But you know, Chris, Chris squeaking out a win, uh, you know, in in normal Chris fashion, you know, pulling Sweet, off what normally like, should twelve point win. What you mean? Uh, Gibbs has <laughs> seventy points on the bench. All right. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I squeaked the win out on Chris week one. He's, he got a win here without you starting that, but you know, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, glad glad to see your team's turning it around though. As, as I called last week too, I said, Gibbs will make the playoffs. He's made it since 2012, apparently. Oh, I actually have to correct myself. It was before 2012 and May 2012 as well. It was ah. was 11th grade. So yeah. Yeah, no, my streak is good. I'm not worried about my team. I, I, I always start off kind of slow. Uh, I always get at least three to four pretty big injuries. On the first week of for the past three years, so it's for me. It's just it's a long game. I'm not worried at all. But yeah, you're right. My my Ty has just been killing me. Against Ty the is Jets. like I'm surprised. Ty. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not just in, but the, I think that's the only two gripes I have with your roster are Ty and and uh, Le'Veon Bell. Um, just the reason you know Ty is supremely talented, but I had him last season. He was a, somewhat of a dud. Uh. You know, he was hurt last year. Yeah. yeah. And you had Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. But, you know, Phillip Rivers throws to his running backs. He doesn't really 
T.Y. is an explosive player who gets downfield, and that's not Philip Rivers' game, really. Um, he he just doesn't get his receivers. Point. I mean, that's why I think Keenan Allen was never really, you know, everyone was like, this guy should be so much better than he is when he had Philip Rivers there. And I think that's T.Y. is getting the Keenan Allen treatment right now. So, you know, I think you drafted a really strong team uh, outside of that. I, I thought Cooks would be better than he's been. True. But, uh, I, like I said, I think you'll, you're fine, too, if you make a couple of adjustments. To, to help you out, Gibbs, I will say that the first week, Philip Rivers threw 40-something times. I want to say 46. Yeah, 46 times. And in the last two weeks, he versus the, the Vikings, which they went up early, and then the Jets, who are the Jets. Yeah, so they went up early it, as well. In those games where Philip Rivers is throwing 46, I, I believe that at some point they'll have a better chemistry, him and Hilton, because there was a throw in the Viking game where he threw it, and Hilton kind of just let it go right between yeah, his arms on like a, a long route. So, you know, I think in the later weeks that they'll pick it up. I'm not trying to say Hilton's going to be, you know, where he was with Andrew Luck, but he'll still, I think he'll be a solid, like, flex play, maybe even wide receiver two for you by the end of the season. But speaking of long cons, let me bring up, let me, let me try and defend Matt Lowe here. All right. <laughs> he spent money on the Seattle Seahawks defense. The only reason he's doing this, and I'm going to take a guess here. I've never talked, I haven't talked to Matt about this, nothing to that. From weeks 12 through 15, <laughs> They play the yeah, Eagles, yep. the Giants, the Jets, and the Redskins. Yep. Yeah, but Matt's I'm gonna stop looking, you right there. Matt's, Matt's looking to make keeping... that playoff push. No, Matt's not. That defense is not making it past at most in two weeks. I, he's dropping that defense more likely than not. He's dropping week. them right before the bye because they have two weeks left before their bye. No, Seattle. Who's Seattle placing? Um, playing this week. Miami. The Dolphins. Miami. Yeah, and Minnesota. That's, that's why. That's why. That's yeah. Then I remember. That's why Matt picked them up. Matt's not. You think Matt thinks about the long, long no, haul? I mean, after, no. after hearing this podcast, he might stash them on you know the bottom of the bench. <laughs> he, might now, he might now, but I, I highly doubt it. He's gonna. That's the defense is gonna be on the waiver wire next week, and I don't. My pro, bold projection prediction is they will score him. No more than five points. Uh, what, what do you that's guys not, think? That's not, that's not really that bold. I, <laughs> that's what say, I, think. I, I think around five points would be fair. You never know, though. I think Fitzpatrick is a gunslinger. That's what I'm saying. You never know. I think, I think, I think he could put up three to four touchdowns, and I think that loses you a lot of fantasy points. I think they put up maybe two at most. All right. Uh, Christian, what do you think? I think that uh, the Seahawks secondary is abysmal. This is the worst in football. Is Fitzpatrick still that guy? I think he still can be. I don't think he will be this season with any sort of consistency. And I think that there will be weeks where Fitzpatrick has good matchups that he drops the ball with. And uh, I think that's already happened this season. Um, let me just take a look at my team because I have every Dolphins player in the book. I was about to ask you, you started <laughs> Dolphins players again I mean, this week? I mean, uh, how did he do against Jacksonville? I think he actually had a pretty decent game against Jacksonville, right? Yeah, no, he had like yeah, no, three he, touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, he went off. Yeah, you know, I think he can still get it done against bad defenses, but I, I, I just, I think he, I think he's gonna. Ah, this guy can't do it forever, right? <laughs> you know, and it's not like it's Tom Brady or Drew Brees that we're talking about. It's Fitzpatrick, and yeah, he gets the fantasy points, but I don't know. If... So you think that the Seattle D's gonna have a big game against? Him? No, I don't. But I don't think that he's going to drop three or four touchdowns on them i think he could i'm just more i think regression to the mean here and i think it's just going to be he's going to have a solid good showing 
Um, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a, the Seahawks are going to score a lot of points. And I think the the Dolphins are going to throw a lot to catch up. And I think that will, Here, here's the one thing where it could, the only way this can work out for Matt is if, because the Seahawks, I think are going to get up really early and by a lot, I think that he is going to, Fitzpatrick's going to have to throw a lot. And that the more volume, the higher chance for turnovers, more turnovers, higher chance for defensive scoring. I think Matt made a mistake by putting that much money, uh, for sure. Where would you drop that much? But um, it, it, there's a, a conceivable reality where it works out, and he comes on the podcast next week, and he's laughing at everybody. So I'm just hedging my bets now and saying it is possible. But I mean, seeing as though we haven't heard from Matt in like three weeks, I don't think we're going to hear him laugh on the podcast next week. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I, I agree. There's always that, that possibility. But more more, that more than likely, it's going to be uh, not a great defensive performance. They're not going to be a top. I'll go out and I'll say I don't I don't think they'll be a top 14 defense this week in terms of points. Okay. Although we haven't heard you heard from you for a while. Do you I'm versus all of this week, bro. Fuck him, man. What do you think about that Seattle D pickup? Um, quickly, do you think it's going to net him a lot of points or what? What's your what's your prediction? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Seattle hasn't been that great against the pass this season, but I think they played some pretty damn good teams. So I'm not worried. They got Jamal Adams. They'll be better. Okay. So you think it's a solid solid play? For yeah. Them. Okay. All do right. you think uh, worth twelve dollars? No, sixteen, isn't it? 16? What, whatever, double digit number, worth it or not? Dang, yeah, I didn't know it was sixteen. Yeah, that's a bit pricey. <laughs> I, so just for just for as a comparison, earlier this season I dropped twelve dollars on the Rams, and that was very much fueled by the fact that that was going into the week where they the Eagles had all those offensive line issues. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at it as that's twelve dollars to upgrade a starting spot in your lineup. Which you know you don't get to keep your money at the end of the season, so I will pay that to have an upgrade every week. Um, didn't work out for me, you know, two weeks ago with the Rams, but it worked out for me this week big time with the Bucks. Um, and that's kind of the approach I take. But I, you know, I've I, I spent twelve on the Rams, and I think what everyone will agree is way better circumstances. Um, yeah. So sixteen on the Seahawks, I think, is egregious. I think he could have had him probably for free. He could have had him for yeah, free. Yeah, hundred percent free. No one, or maybe a, a couple bucks. I, I didn't put a claim for that, so he would have got that. Yeah, no, no, no one. I don't think anyone put a claim. But uh, let's move on to the another three and zero person because we're kind of running out of time here. Um, Nick, bro, you squeak one out against Phil, but bro, it shouldn't even have been a squeak, right? Is, but yeah, this is uh, your first week without CMC, um, and also your other top gun, Lamar Jackson, didn't get it done for you, but you were still able to pull it out because of a 34.8 point performance from Rex Burkett. Who? who? Who the hell would have thought, right? Um, I, I know the story behind this. Rex! Whoever didn't, quickly, what was your... What what went into the Burkhead pickup? Why so, so I'm sitting, you know, sitting at my computer like a Thursday, Friday, doing... Doing homework and everything and whatnot, right? And so all of a sudden, I get the news: Devin Sing- or uh, Zach Moss is out. So I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that means Devin Singletary will be good this week. But then I don't have a second running back, so I was going to start both of them. Um, and then I'm looking at who's available, 
and I see Rex Burkhead, and I remember that unfortunately James White's par- uh, dad had passed away in a car accident, and he had still not said he was going to play Week Three. So I'm looking at Rex Burkhead going, I mean, this is the pass catching guy, right? Like, like, and I just looked at Kamara drop a hundred and like two receiving yards on the Raiders. So I'm like. Burkhead, pass catching, 100 yards he's receiving for Kamara. I'm like, if he gets me five catches and 60 yards, I'll be happy with that play. Um, so I I went into it, like I said, just hoping for 10 to 15 points. It would have been a great play, you know, 10 to 15 points from anyone you pick up on the waiver wire at this point in the season. Because I, I didn't spend money on him either. I picked him up for absolutely free. So for him to go off like that, Phil told me he was at Disneyland with Emily and he was on a roller coaster getting update after update that touchdowns are being scored by Rex Burkhead and he was getting upset. I uh, just imagine him on the teacups just sitting there like <laughs> he, he said he was he said he was the most sad person at Disney World and that's probably a fact. Uh, well, there were probably only like what ten people at Disney World. At the time? Nah, nah. I don't know, Chris, Chris how many people were at Six Flags? That's it. I didn't go I didn't go to Six Flags, man. I wish. But it was a lot of people. I've, I've for Fright Fest was like I, my boy put up the videos. It was completely packed, bro. He was like he was surprised. Like, there was a line to get into Six Flags. That's wild. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, wild. so I'm I'm not sure if I'm more upset in Lamar or honestly, the most upset I am this week is at DK Metcalf because that touchdown that he just let go yeah, to the fumble. Not like that's not a touchdown, and that's minus two. That's an eight point swing. That let me tell you, watching watching that Monday night game, knowing there was an eight point swing that I missed out on because of a stupid thing like that, I was sweating so much harder than I had to. That's true, that's a valid point. But I want to piggyback off of what you said going forward. Who? What's more concerning? Because your your two three uh your two three picks round two and three three picks um and Lamar Jackson DJ Moore have been pretty um you know underperforming for the most part. Are you worried uh a lot about that? I am not. Um, I knew DJ Moore was not going to be as good without Christian McCaffrey because you know that's the defenses aren't game planning for Mike Davis. Like that's probably why he went off this week. Um, for like 20 points. Like, they're not game planning for him, but they might now this week now that they also have film on him to actually study. So I think DJ Moore will be fine. I think he'll get his 10 to 15 points. You know, nothing crazy. Um, Lamar Jackson, I mean, come on, it's the Chiefs. Lamar Jackson, as shown in his history, cannot play from behind. And the Chiefs may be one of the only offenses in the league that can get ahead of the Ravens' defense. So I believe Lamar will be fine. Um, am I wishing I took Russ? Or Kyler, yeah, I am, but you know we'll see. I think this week coming going against Washington, Zariola, uh, I think they're gonna come out and they're gonna put up like forty points to kind of have that bounce back game, kind of have that good feeling, like you know, hey, we got beat last week, let's go out and like beat someone bad next yes. week. Yeah. Um, well, that's what the good teams do. Good. But, right. I mean, like I said um, before, if McCaffrey's out four weeks. I was hoping to just go one and three at worst. So I already got that one win. If I could squeak out another win over the next three weeks and go two and two, that would put me at four and two getting McCaffrey back. I will be ecstatic if that is the case. Well, I hope that uh, that next win isn't against me this week. But uh, oh. all right, moving forward, because I'm getting the notification that we're running. Uh, this podcast is going to stop recording soon. Um 
Nick, so everyone, if you don't have your team pulled up, pull up your team. Nick has a good segment that he did at the end of last um, last week yeah. about matchups. Uh, so, Nick, if you want to take it away, let's just yeah. try and keep our – Ola, you should start watching for defense, bro, honestly. <laughs> All right, so start starting out with uh you know last week I went three for three uh I pull up, called all three of them and like I said if Metcalf didn't drop that touchdown I would have been you know perfect three for three I'll give myself two and a half out of three, um Christian uh I'm giving you Stefan Diggs is gonna have a huge game this week because the Raiders defense pass defense is awful. Uh, they do not have actual cornerbacks to guard him. He's gonna have at least a 50 yard touchdown catch. Uh, for you, Ola, I will say that I think this is going to be a Cooper Cup day again. I think the Giants are – I mean, come on, Nick Mullins just threw 400 yards. Like, Jared Goff's going to have a field day. Um, if he doesn't get his points in the first half, though, you might be out of luck. They might just run it down the Giants' throat for the second half. Um, Gabron, I will give you – you know what? I'll, I'll give you Alan Lazard. On back-to-back weeks, I think against Atlanta, who's not a terrible defense, but Rodgers is playing on that level up there with Mahomes and and Russ right now. Like he has been, he's been very accurate. He's been looking real good. So I think Lazard will have another good game. Uh, uh, Devontae Adams is healthy. I think he'll still have like a twenty-point game. But if that's your flex play for the week, like that's a great flex play. Chris, uh, your team sucks. You're gonna lose all of this week. Sorry. Sorry. Um, nah. Uh, you know what? I think, and like I said, so I said it before, Lamar and the Ravens are going to come out and they're going to, you know, swap on the Redskins. So I'm looking at Mark Andrews to jump up this week. I'm thinking he's he's getting at least a touchdown, probably like five or six catches for like 80 yards and a touchdown. I think he'll have a good bounce back game. I think the whole Ravens team will have a bounce back, except probably Mark Ingram because you know yeah. he's on he's on he's on Christian's team. So. <laughs> and what about my boy Ola? Did you do him? He did. I did. You know who's on my team now, too? Bucks defense. Thank you, Chris. You know what? A lot of people thought I was stupid for in the beginning. And I was like, I know what I'm talking about, but I, I don't remember why I dropped them. I dropped them. Um... You really don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> bro, I literally said in the beginning. I was bench like, bench 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 bro. That's why you had to drop them. I don't know why I did. Oh, I did it to pick up a fucking um dude. It's it's hurt me players, to see the players I've had to drop and not pick up because of this bench space. It's hurt me. Uh, there's so many guys I should have or sh- should have had. I think a lot of people could say it's that. They're not the only one in that boat, but um, that's that's the point. Uh, fantasy, you got to make some tough decisions. Um, but that's that's it, guys. That was another episode in the books. Great episode, Christian and Ola. Thanks for joining us. Um, you know, we hope we got you on, get you on more often. I know everyone got busy schedules, but uh, last words. What, what's everyone's last words? I mean, honestly, who, 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 uh, who the fuck you guys think is gonna have like uh, the best week, like score the most points? Phil, you think oh, Phil is gonna God. score the most points? Tyree Kill's dropping fifty on me this week. <laughs> you know, ironically, Christian right now. I know projections. I, I don't really buy into them, but Christian has one of the I think top three highest projections for points right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna throw this out there. If there's no Michael Thomas, I'm gonna go with Imran again. I think. Uh, yeah, Imran is kind of scurry, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. That you know what I mean, but he got a. He got a I don't know how his team got dropped like that. I was looking at that show like, how the fuck? 
I mean, I called it from the get-go. I thought he had the, the most uh, balanced team. Yeah. Um, all right, any last words for anyone else? Yeah, yeah, yo, yo, Banshee, stop ducking. Get uh, your ass uh, out of the podcast. I, I, love, I got I something I think would everyone be interested in. What? I see you, Matt Lowe, and Stephen Lowe right now in the Discord watching the, the game together. <laughs> Go invite. But Ola, you're going to WAP this week, bro. I might hop in that Discord after this. Ola, you here just so you can hear. You're going to watch this week. You're getting your first L of the year, bro. So no, you know. sur- oh, no surgery for that, bro. Ola, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want Russ back, please. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so quick, I'll quickly say a couple things. So, yeah. Uh, Chris, no. yeah, I'll I'll see you on Sunday. Um, no. and uh, David Johnson is on the block. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, I'll trade. I'll trade you here for Miles Gaskin. I'll give you Le'Veon Bell. I'll take that. Dude. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! Two McDoubles, two McChickens, and a large Sprite still on the table. <laughs> yeah, you know what, bro? I might. You want? You want? Uh, you want Anthony Miller? I'll take Gaskin for that. <laughs> Actually, everyone do a prayer for me and pray that the Jets – I mean, we don't need to pray hard, but they get absolutely destroyed Thursday night and Gase is fired. Uh, that I hope they do. I hope oh, yeah. drop, yeah. uh, drop the fucking 100-yard oh. on. Yeah. And then they're going to then, then they're gonna let my boy Maybe Bell I'll... cook. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. All right, yeah. All right. Thank you for All having right. me. All right, peace yeah, in the middle. Thanks for joining. All right, y'all. We're out. Take care. Later.